Hello and welcome to episode 74 that you no longer see in their titles. Uh, I'm Chris, got Titus back with us today, and Andrew. Got uh, not too much, We it's a short week, we're back already on the weekend because it's easier to do on the weekend. But uh, we got uh, trailers, we got movie news, um, we also have... Uh, we also have Andrew's house. He got sorted into because we did it right after the the podcast ended on Tuesday. Um, uh, got our, our information at uh, facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter FOMO underscore cast, and FOMO podcast on Instagram. Um, and also make sure to go to the Pod Bros Network, podbros.com, to uh, get all your good podcast information there besides our podcast whenever you need something to listen to and we're not around. So, uh um, first thing, I don't know, did we talk about it last week about the text message you sent, or was that after the podcast you sent it? No, we mentioned it on there. So, basically, um, the John Wick, the third one, um, basically, we sent out a text message, and you responded to this text message, and it came to you. It was actually kind of cool. Like, the one thing I liked about it was it was, it was, I don't know, man, it was like, pretty normal the first message like i don't think i think they basically were like okay we want to make sure people don't get crazy so the first thing is it says reply yes to opt in and then all of a sudden yes message says welcome as an esteemed member you will be granted access to our finest amenities we will we will text you at this number in the days to come be prepared and then it says consider this a professional courtesy so basically it's the same thing that he was given the head start as the professional courtesy um, it's basically almost the same exact trailer. It's nothing too crazy. Um, it's it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, okay, I get it. Um, they're trying to push it. I I still love the trailer so much that it doesn't it doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was a couple new things on there, but I think it's okay that they're not, uh, you know, throwing the whole movie in there. Like they do now. Did, did this happen back in the days that now you get like three different trailers for a movie before it comes out? And I don't remember that happening back in the days. It was one trailer and that was it, right? I don't I remember mean, getting multiple trailers for movies. This is a, a usually new thing. usually with the I I think up until probably like three or four years ago they would do the trailer that was normal. And then you might have a little bit of an extended trailer for like on YouTube or if you go to the website. And that was really much. They, they basically just wanted you to go to their their stuff. Well, I'm talking about there was a time when we didn't have YouTube and there wasn't. I mean, you probably couldn't find a trailer online. You had to. You had one for TV and one that you would see in the theaters. Sometimes the website too. Yeah. The website would do it as, as like a. You know, I get it. I mean, the crazy part is is. Um, They've already said, the director for Avengers Endgame has already said, everything you've seen is not in the movie. Oh, did you hear it? Yeah, they came out and they straight said what we've talked about. They said, you guys are so predictive, we will put fake stuff in there just to throw you out. Yeah. They, they straight admitted fake it. Stuff in there? Everyone knew it, especially they after They did it with the, the uh, last one. Yeah, Basically, there's, there's, a scene, there's a scene where yeah. Hulk's in it, but it's actually the Hulk buster. So it's a different character completely so you basically you couldn't predict the storyline which we won't talk about but there's a reason why they did it was because it, it hit a storyline in the movie so you could never predict because you're like oh look hulk's there so you couldn't predict bruce Banner's storyline so yeah. i get it doing fake stuff but it's just crazy because when you break it down um 
people still get stuff right. Yeah, they, they can still get the theory. So when you have podcasts that go over every second of the of the trailers, you know, that's why they started doing it with Easter eggs and stuff like that. Because there's, there's been a couple of movies before I've seen, like, comedies where they don't even have the part that's in it. And usually it's even maybe even a blooper yeah. or something that you don't see in the, in, the, in the movie itself. Now they went so intense with this one to even... Now, even the stuff that they may have actually pulled from the movie, they, they admit it is, is uh, within the first, what did they say, 15 minutes of yeah. the movie? It, Which, if that's true, and some of that footage, if it's in it, there's some crazy stuff going on. We and, won't go into st- detail, st- but... Well, st- still, the, uh, I think the big thing, too, is is I think maybe that's why they do multiple trailers, because you're so in, in, involved in each trailer as they come out, then you start reviewing them each individually, because... They've been changing the, the like the that's the new thing is all the trailers have different styles. They have different angles they take. So then all of a sudden you start putting them all together and you think you have a theory going. But what if there's a very distinct false stuff put in each one? Yeah. Well, now you don't have any idea what's going on. And I get it. They're trying to surprise people, but let's make it. They should take it a step further and make a fake movie. Well, well, we were talked about that with um, and release it to like on the internet so people watch it. <laughs> well, because we talked about this afterwards, we didn't we didn't even talk about this on on the show. So you remember that that Doomsday movie, uh, twenty twelve? Oh, I talked to somebody else about this. I think. Yeah, I don't remember. This. Okay, so they had that Doomsday movie twenty twelve. They had a whole YouTube channel of Woody Harrelson in costume talking like it was tons of videos before the movie even came out to make you think it was a real person who was prepping for the end of the world. And that was like their guerrilla marketing campaign. They were like, oh, we're going to hit this hard. And so people were like, oh, and they started falling and started falling. And all of a sudden, you realize, I go, I go, is that Woody Harrelson? I go, wait, that's Woody Harrelson. What the heck's going on? And then all of a sudden, you realize, oh. So that basically what they were doing, it was, it was a guerrilla marketing campaign. And it makes sense because you got to think, some people don't care. Like I, there's a lot of movies where I was like, you know, I'm gonna read the uh, synopsis just to see what it's about. I'll even read the spoilers. I don't care. It doesn't. The movie stays the same for me. Um, I didn't do that for three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. I wish I would have because that's a sad movie and it was really, really depressing. If, if I would have known more, would have prepared me more for it. But a lot of the other ones, I'm like, you know what? I'll go ahead and do it. And then if I see, like, when people complain about a movie, like. Um, like Bird Box got a lot of complaints about certain things. I'll be like, all right, let me go read and see what happens. So I read through the whole thing, and I'm like, okay. Um, I can see the complaints, but I want to experience it for myself. You know, it almost saves me some time, too. You know, even though it's on Netflix, I'm just kind of like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll do that. But, you know, it, it's interesting. Like, um, that movie Triple Frontier, that's why I want to watch it, because they basically spoil the whole premise of the, of the movie you think in the trailer, but you want to see, oh, is this truly what's going on? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there could be a little... You could leave out one 10-second clip, and that changes the entire movie. So, you know, let's say, like with... Um, what was that? What was the one with Tom Cruise? Uh, American Made. That one where he played the air pilot for the uh, for the cartels. The one about the oh, guy who got killed. Yeah, Pablo yeah, Escobar yeah. guy that yeah. got killed. It's, or Barry Seal, right? Yes. Well... Like, if you didn't know his story, it's pretty fascinating if you were to watch that movie not knowing the story. Because you know what happens in the end and how it all goes down. The trailers didn't show any of that kind of thing. So, it's one of those things. Trailers have a very, very big way of manipulating everything. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, 
But the John Wick one, um, Halle Berry's character did a little bit more in this one to yeah, to make yeah. it look more like, okay. And then um, Lawrence Fishburne, um, I didn't like his new part in it because, you know, for spo- spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the second one, um, Lawrence Fishburne's like a wild card. Like, he's not an assassin. He's not a part of that area, but he's got his own crew of people. And um, they take care of each other. Well, they... Um, they show him basically telling people you're stupid for going after John Wick. I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess he doesn't want the money. So I go, all right. And also one thing I'm surprised like we haven't seen Ruby Rose in any of the trailers yet. Oh yeah, I didn't realize that. Who's Ruby Rose? Ruby Rose is the um, she was she played another assassin who was hired to kill him in the last one, and um, she's uh, in in the um, movie she's uh, she's deaf. Isn't she deaf? Yeah, she's deaf. So he signs to her see you around because he he beats her up but he won't kill her because he knows that she's just doing her job like he would do his job so he doesn't kill her and so he says i'll see you around which you know i really i really hope she's in this new one because that would be awesome um but i'm excited for it because all the john wicks have been amazing and if you watch just the youtube videos alone if you if you're ever bored just google keanu reeves shooting and how he learned how to competitively shoot just so he could learn how the mechanics of clearing rooms and knowing how to be a real assassin, basically, he's legit good at what he does in those shooting the shooting competitions. I won't get tired of that. There's a clip in the trailer where he apparently runs out of ammo and uh, he's got a rifle and he just whips it at the guy's oh, head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's the funny part is, is that a lot of these movies where there's gunplay... They, they go over, and as a person, I'm not, like, crazy about guns, but I know guns decent enough to know, okay, um, he has a normal-sized handgun, and he's shot, in 30, he shot 30 rounds now. That's the, um, the I, I'm counting. At a certain point, you start counting. The way John Wick, they manipulate everything by grabbing alternate weapons and using other stuff to fight. You, there's no way you could keep track. So you could never really know if he would be out of bullets or not because he's literally, like, just the way he handles the weapons themselves is very impressive in the movie because you're like, okay, that's the thing, that's the first thing that a normal person would probably do if they pulled a, a gun off a dead person. Or if you run out of ammo, you're not going to sit there, click, 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 and then looking around. No, you're going to use what's in your hand to, to fight the person off. So um, it's always pretty amazing when you see that. Uh Another trailer that we got was the uh, I just showed them the door the Explorer trailer. Uh, it's called Lost City of Gold. Looks good. Looks it's, real good. It looks surprising, doesn't it? Looks good. Because you think Door the Explorer, um, they bring Diego into it, which is another cartoon on uh, Nickelodeon. Um, but uh, anything Michael Pena's in, I'll watch him. I. You think this movie's gonna do better than the uh, Aquaman? Oh, uh, man, maybe. I think it will. You gotta think. If they make it to where it's okay for uh, kids to watch, and also here's the big thing: if you noticed, what kind? It reminds you of like of a teen teen kind of movie, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what age are the people who grew up with Dora the Explorer? They're in their teens, you know, early twenties. So this is kind of like a perfect segue into that right there. Plus, you get Danny Trejo voicing Boots. I don't know if Boots is actually going to talk. I mean, that would be pretty awesome having the talking monkey in there. But Always does he plus. talk in the cartoon? Um, I think, so. I think so. The backpack talks, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure the monkey talks. Who's gonna voice the backpack? You think the backpack doesn't talk in this one? Oh, I don't think. No. Not a, oh, yeah, I don't know if I can do this. I then. don't know. It's gotta be like a pure, <laughs> pure 
straight straight crossover. Well, let us know if you've seen the trailer. Um, I put it up on the Facebook page along with the poster. Um, it looks very uh, National Treasure like. It's kind of I like that kind of like vibe from it. Um, uh, go to our Facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter FOMO underscore cast, and FOMO podcast on Instagram. And also go to our Patreon, Patreon.com slash FOMOcast. Um, speaking of that, um, I've been, uh, they had a, a Parks and Rec reunion. Did you see that? No. So they went to Pally Fest, which is usually what, when everyone, like the, these, the, this Pally Fest they have is when everyone kind of gets together. Um, so Chris Pratt showed up. And um, my favorite part, so you know who Michael Schur is? He played Moe's on The Office. Oh, okay. So Moe's in The Office, he helped create The Office. He helped create uh, Parks and Rec. He helped create Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, he's a great producer. Like, NBC is literally paying him to not go to any other network right now. <laughs> well, so they did their thing, and the, he, he flat out said, he goes, you know what makes you m- most mad about being a writer and the creator of a show? Is when every line that everyone remembers is improvised. So the drunk dancing at the Snake Hole Lounge on Park and Rec, yeah. all improvised. The my favorite thing was when uh, Chris Pratt looks up uh, Amy Poehler's symptoms and, on the computer, and he goes, "You might have network connectivity problems." Yeah. <laughs> that was improvised, and I guess they were saying what they would do is they'd run through a scene, and then basically on the very last thing they go, "All right, let's go ahead and do." Uh, you know, just do whatever you want to do, and he was saying it makes you mean it makes you mad when the best ones that everyone remembers are almost all improvised. You just can't write this stuff, right? So, um, and they're open to a reboot or a reunion type of show kind uh, of thing. That'd be cool. But what they said was is that if one person says no, they're not going to do it. And my favorite was is the guy who plays um, uh, Jeremy Jam, yeah. Jake. Oh, was it? Uh, I don't know. Um, Glazer, because he has that show on True TV where he. Um, uh, it's he's like a, a try stuff or something like that. I can't remember his name. I'll look it up. But he wasn't able to make it because he's filming in New York. So they brought a cardboard cutout of him, and it said, <laughs> "I couldn't make it because I'm in New York." And like they all, all the cast members took pictures with it. It was pretty funny, you know. Um, Nick Offerman looked way different because he has all his beard. Yeah. Tra- he has like a, like a little white beard too. Um, no. no, that the mustache, the old man looked to him makes him made him look a lot older. Um, I didn't realize how much older uh, Megan Mullaney, his real wife, the yeah, one that played Tammy, yeah. how much older she really, she really was. Because he's only, he was born in 70, so he's 49, and let's see, John Glazer is the guy named Jeremy Jam. Um, so he's 49, I want to say she's in her 60s. Oh wow, she's sixty-one. Man. So he was born in seventy. She was born fifty-eight. She's twelve years older. What? So, um, she doesn't look it though. You know what I mean? She she's not bad, no, but not at all. So, yeah. So I was just kind of like, you know, I, I go, I like, I like learning stuff like that. It's pretty. It's it makes me happy seeing it, and you know, it makes me happier seeing that than it does make a. Um, tied to see Walking Dead, which we'll go into later. Um, so I'm trying to think of any other trailers. Oh, and then we also saw – there's two more trailers that we saw. Well, I saw one of them. I don't know if you guys saw the other one. So they had the Once Upon a Time in, Met- in Hollywood we watched. It looks like a kind of fun um, – Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino-esque. But it looks just like almost like a buddy movie. 
Um, we there's no real premise to it. Like the trailer doesn't even tell you what's going to happen or what it's about. It's just about the a dude in his stunt double, and that's pretty much it. Okay. So I mean, it's endless, endless. I mean, hopefully he keeps it very quarantine, uh, Quentin Tarantino esque, where he doesn't um, do a, a very detailed trailer like a lot of these ones do now where you go to the movie theater and it says like so and so like they, they lay out the whole entire film and it's kind of like well there goes to having fun learning about the film so i don't think he has any other style than his own yeah. All of his, you could watch a movie having no idea it's his and you would know it's his true he only has one style i mean that's why i think it's weird not seeing this doesn't seem like it's gonna have all the bloodshed that he usually has i mean who knows it could but yeah it could i mean you don't you that, don't know yeah i mean not it, advertising it that way it's kind of it similar to i remember there was a period in time where um did you ever watch i think it's i think it's called the losers um it had um chris evans in it and it was like uh it's kind of like a superhero movie but they're not super they're just regular dudes it was a very um uh, Smoke and Aces style movie, and I watched it, and um, it had a very certain style to it, and then all of a sudden, I started noticing, oh, hey, look, a lot of these movies are like that, so it is The Losers, it is The Losers, and um, I loved it, it's a great movie, if you haven't watched it, so it has, the description is, a CIA, CIA Special Forces team are betrayed and left for dead by their superiors, and they basically go against the CIA. So literally, this is this is the cast it is for this movie: Idris Elba, Zoe Saldana, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Chris Evans, uh, Columbus Short. You would know him. He's the, he's not doing anything anymore because he is crazy. Um, but that main cast, and basically, the most famous scene is he he's sitting there in this like by a window, and they stop him with guns. And he goes like this, and he goes like that. Chris Evans goes like this, and he goes like that. And he pulls the trigger, and the guy goes down. And then the guy looks around, and he looks at him, and he goes like that. Well, it's, it's I think it's Idris Alba as a sniper behind him, oh. and he turns around and he goes like this to him or something like you know what I mean. And it's just like a, it's a it's a it's they're killing people, but it's fun. That's why I love smoking aces. Smoking aces is crazy fun. So, but then I watched that one, and then you had shoot 'em up, all this specific like, not believable fun kind of like you ever watched shoot 'em up. No. He jams a carrot through a dude's head. <laughs> I've never even heard of it. Um, yeah, Clive Owen. It's 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 amazing. This movie, it's very adult, but it's I, I know the the style you're talking about. He's though. literally sitting there. This the movie starts with him sitting on a bench eating a carrot, and this car comes chasing after this woman down the street, and he this guy crashes the car in front of him. And he goes, "Mind your business," something like that, and takes off. And he goes, he says some curse words like, "Great," and now I have to go handle this. And he taps on the guy's shoulder, and the guy turns around, and he jams the carrot in his mouth, and it goes out the back of his head. And I'm like, this is amazing. It's got Paul Giamatti in it, too. It's 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 just... It's, it's like violent, but it's got a little silliness to it's it. It's a violent yeah. silliness and nothing believable. There's a scene in Shoot 'Em Up where um, they purposely break his hand because he's a good trigger man. They break his hand so he can't pull a trigger, and Paul Giamatti's laughing when he walks up, and he sees him going like this. Well, he puts bullets in between his fingers and he puts his hand in a fire and so it, it shoots, <laughs> shoots Paul Giamatti like that so I'm kind of like you know what I mean it's like oh you know it's crazy but it was that style and I feel like that's kind of what um Quentin Tarantino doesn't do that um it does remind me this the Once Upon a Time Hollywood um uh that one that just came out with 
uh, what was who was in it? Was it Jeff Bridges that was in it? Good the, Times at the El Royale. Yes, this looked exactly like a Tarantino movie. Exactly. I had to look it up and see that it wasn't exactly. But the guy who didn't make it. Is in love with Tarantino and wants okay. to be him. You so, could you could tell. That's, there you that's go. The only style he wants. So that to makes do. sense. So yeah. it's it feels very much the same. So I I'm gonna probably watch this one because um I never thought like Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio together looked really, like a really good combo. Like you could you could, you feel like they kind of would really be friends in real life. You know what I mean? God, wouldn't you love to hang out with those? Two like have you have you ever seen the real Brad Pitt? Like when he was on Jackass. I don't remember him being on that. Oh, yes, he was. The movie or the show? The TV show. Really? They did one with them oh. where they, they kidnapped him. <laughs> they He was in line, and they go, hey, Brad Pitt. And he's like, oh, hey, guys. And they go, you suck. And they jump out, and they grab him and throw him in a van. And everyone's freaking out, and he's in the van laughing. And then people didn't even know it was him. And he goes, uh, hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. And he goes, I'm Brad Pitt, and this is Night Gorillas. And they put gorilla outfits on. They run around car lots and stuff, and they're rolling around on the cars and stuff. And it's Brad Pitt. I don't remember that. Yes, oh, I, I had all the I had all the DVDs. I was always obsessed with the fact. I go, that's not Brad Pitt, and I go, oh my god, that's Brad Pitt. You know, no, no, like the main reason why Angelina Jolie said she left him was because he smoked too much weed. You know what I mean? Like, he's that's he, he's all he one did. of those uh, actors that you're like, man, he's as—I bet he's as cool as as I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because um, if you, there's a there's a podcast, I think it's called uh, it's called Getting Doug with High, and it's Doug Benson <laughs> who's known yeah, yeah. for super high me. <laughs> that and one took Titus a second to figure out. I've heard of this guy. <laughs> there, there's so many celebrities you wouldn't think about it that that it's constant all the time. So I mean, you know, you never know. I guess that was awesome, uh, but I would I think them being together is going to be uh, fantastic. Uh, and then the last trailer that was that I don't know if you saw it was the Stranger Stranger Things season three trailer. Um, Stopped watching it midway through the second season. So they have the um, their, I saw the creature, the upside downs back, yeah. Um, and I don't like the fact that so the very beginning of it, if you watch the trailer, uh, Dustin is following his toys because they're moving on their own. And he's freaking out, and he's walking, and he has like hairspray or something. And then all of a sudden, what it is is it, it's eleven. She's making the toys move, and then they go surprised. He goes ah, and he's screaming. He sprays the one kid in the face with the hairspray, and it's like oh, so they're having fun. But then things start happening. They start seeing things. Um, Strange things. Of course, the, stranger things. Uh, the one girl that was the new in town one, whose uh, brother was the the stepbrother was like the be- the abusive one. Um, so the the brother is like um, a lifeguard. She's hanging out with the group again, and then um, the older kid is dating. I guess eleven supposedly. I don't know. Um, but it, I liked the new trailer because it still stayed very vague, and since it is kind of restarting the whole thing and they have said that they're going to will is not going to be the focus of everything i feel i feel actually feel good for the actor because that's got to suck being like you know what i mean playing the damaged one kind of thing you just want him to kind of be normal and have a chance to act like a normal kid you know it's it would suck but uh supposedly it's a whole new it's a whole new setup but obviously the town knows something's not right so i mean we'll see what happens Uh, it's um, 4th of July comes out, I believe. Yeah, it's so. supposed to be centered around 4th of July. Okay, uh, now the past ones were around, what, Halloween and Christmas? Is that right? Yes. Uh, did they take, like, did they actually release at those times? 
the way this one no. is. Because no. this one actually takes place at 4th of July. Yes. The other ones took place. Um, but they were released in the summer? Released well? in the summer, okay. yes. And then I think this one actually is them. When they, like the, he, uh, the main kid says, we're not kids anymore. You know, so like I have a feeling like it's one of those ones because like Dustin's still kind of a kid at heart, and uh, so we'll see what happens. Um, the next thing we have that I'm super excited about. So it's now rumored that the new Star Wars trilogy is going to take place in the Old Republic. So if that happens, that means there's Jedi's everywhere. It's all like. Is this a spinoff one or? No, basically what they're going to do is they're going to start a whole new trilogy. But going back further into time? It, they said it could take place whenever they want it to. They don't okay. care. But I think they're focusing on the Old Republic because the Old Republic, especially with modern-day CGI and abilities, you could have these vast worlds. Because basically in the original movies, it's set past that. So civilizations have been destroyed, things like that. It's going to be more like the original, the the uh, first episode one, where it's like these huge civilizations. It's all about honor and code, and basically the Jedi are like international space police kind of thing. So, so not really a prequel or a sequel. I've heard them nope. called equals before, but where it's kind of on um, the same. Uh, it takes place at the same time. The way they did three hundred, the second well, three hundred. The, the old Republic is going to be way before the re- first movie. Okay. Yeah, because the old Republic is. It, there's some comics out there that are pretty cool where they have like um, these aliens that even after they go in st- extinct, they have like an interactive AI program that you can basically ask them any questions about anything that happened during their time and they can repeat to you. They could talk to you like they're, they're there in the room. So I think it's going to be very much like that era where it's, you know, uh, a hundred to a, a couple hundred to a thousand years before, you know, similar to what they're doing with Game of Thrones, which that's when it's, that's what the rumor Whoa, is supposed easy, to be. Easy. No, 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 no. They, they have <laughs> make no, a new series. There's a new oh, series. Okay. Yeah, there's a new series coming out that's supposed to be a um, uh, thousand. So, so, so you've met some of the people that from the from the um, since you watched the hold the door episode. So, yeah. the one of the creatures you meet, the girl, the little girl, when she talks about why what they did to create the Night King, basically. Yeah. Um, they're going to go back to that time when they created the Night King kind of type of thingy. I have a feeling they're not going to have anything to do with the the White Walker, White Walkers or the Night King or anything like that. I think it's going to be more about just the general civilization itself because you don't want to have that tie. You might have rumors like, like they do on some of these shows, like they did with Walking Dead and they had the blue meth, that type of thing where it's just a very small little, hey, we know you're a Game of Thrones fan. Here we go, kind of thing. So uh, uh, we'll see what happens with that. So yeah. So hopefully we get Star Wars. The Star Wars will be good, and then Game of Thrones too. Yeah, so we're talking exactly. about it. I don't it. know about the way Star Wars has been lately. How do you feel about the last? Couple I love. I love the the Last Jedi. Yeah. Here's the thing: is is that um, they're being smart about it. Like if you watch the first three, they don't have similar themes. Everything's different. It's it's about the same kind of goal, but they're not the everyone's like this doesn't match with Star Wars. Nothing matches with Star Wars. There's no there's no set genre for Star Wars. So, I think if you've read the comic books, you're more open to different types of things. So you're not sitting there saying it has to be this, it has to be that. Um 
you know, they got mad about a lot of things that have happened in the comics and in different stuff. So, you know, if, they, if, if you don't like it, I get it. It's whatever. As long as you're not review bombing or trying to do negative stuff about See, I'm, it, I'm, I'm fine. I'm set on any certain, oh, it's got to be like this or got to be like that. Just, did, did you like it or not? Oh, I, I didn't. Just, I just didn't. I liked I The know. Last Jedi. I liked um, The Force Awakens. Um, I think people, the reason why people didn't like The Last Jedi as much is they've been waiting for the, a new one for so long. The Force Awakens, um, I'm very happy that Ryan Johnson didn't pull the, um, let's get as much nostalgia in there as possible. Because that ruins a film, personally. They did it perfectly with the first one. You needed that nostalgia to bring in the old people. You needed more modern stuff to bring in the old people. So, you're sitting there and you're going, okay, look, uh, like when they said certain things, you know, like when they're running in the, and they're trying to find a ship and they see the Millennium Falcon and he says that hunk of junk and you're, or whatever he said, I can't remember how he said it, but you're like, oh, hey, that's funny. Yeah. You know, and you know, you're, you're just kind of, okay, I, I get this. And the way they introduced uh, Han and Chewie back into it, it was all done right. We just you just don't want it to be like oh hey here's a reference to this oh Constant. here's a reference to that That's exactly what that first when they first did the the Star Trek mm-hmm. uh, the, the Chris Pine ones uh-huh. that are out that first one it seemed like every every couple minutes it was a, a throwback to the you know yeah. all the famous lines from the from the TV show see and that's why I I like that like you shouldn't have people from the original movies in it. You know, unless it's a continuation of that same character, you shouldn't have it like, oh, hey, you know, this is, it's a play on their name or something like that. And no, thank you. I don't need that. So, I mean, so this new, I think this, the going the new direction, I think it's smart, especially if you start branching off into different kind of things. So, I mean, I'm fingers crossed. Watch it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't um, stop now. What are we, nine episodes deep, eight episodes deep now? Uh, yeah, eight episodes yeah, deep. This is going to be number nine. Number nine, and then they'll start a new um, uh, group. And then uh, hopefully with this Disney Plus stuff, they'll uh, possibly, I don't know if they'll do like movies on there, like Netflix style. You hope so, because that TV show, The Mandalorian, is supposed to be pretty awesome. Um, so I'm hoping they do something with that kind of thing, because a lot of people don't know Mandalorian history, and it's kind of, you know, it's, it's really cool to learn about, so hopefully they have some of that in there, and it'll help expand the, um, Star Wars universe, so it's not as, you know, tied in there. Um, let's see. Oh, and so, uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music has a release date of August 21st, 2020. Uh, Yeah. I was gonna say I'm excited for it, and I still kind of want to say that. But they, did we talk about this last time? I still haven't seen any of the other. You haven't seen any one. of them at all. No. What kind of well, there's did you two, have? right? We looked there's them up, two. but yeah, I haven't seen them. Yeah, I always remember because one of them was always on like Spike or um, TN, TNN when it had yeah. TNN was it was always. Um, I think it's. I think Bogus is the one where they go and meet Napoleon and yeah, stuff for Bogus their Journey, class. I think was the first their, their class their class project. Yeah. So that's the one that I've seen so much. Yeah, that's why they did it. People forget. Show, like the teachers, like, oh yeah, all right. And then Excellent Adventure, I think was. Uh... Is that the first one? Excellent Adventure is the first. one. I think Excellent Adventure is the first one, and that's Bogus Journey is the second one. Okay. Yeah. The I'm first one's sure. the Napoleon one. I think we went over this last we did. time. <laughs> we still don't have it right. No, I think I got it right last time. I'm pretty sure the Napoleon one was the second one. No. 
I know I'm right about Napoleon being the first one. So it was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure in 89 and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. No, you were wrong again, dude. No, yes. no way. Napoleon is 91. the first one. No, he's not. 89 is that one. And what are they doing the first so, one? So right here, it's here we go. In 89 is the first one. It says, two seemingly dumb teens set off on a quest to prepare the ultimate historical presentation with the help of a time machine. And then the one in 91, Bogus Journey, is... A tyrant from the future creates an evil android doubles of Bill and Ted and sends them back to eliminate the originals. You didn't mention Wrong Napoleon again. in either of those. That Well, the first one, that's where the, they go to the, for the presentation for the history presentation. He's in the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You said the second one, no, I said Napoleon's in the first one. No. Yeah, that's what I said. No, you said the second one. No. Yes, you did. We're going to... Play this back later. And yes, see how I'm wrong going you to. Are. You said he was in the second one. No. Yes, I swear you did. Okay, then I said it wrong. That's <laughs> not what I meant. I had the titles backwards. I had those wrong, but I knew Napoleon was the first one. Sure, you did. Um, but so you have that, and then um, yeah, I'm excited for that one. But what I'm really excited for is uh, people are going to hate me for this, but um, Supernatural is finally ending after 15 seasons. Good. That's a Never long run for saw a show. One episode. No, me neither. It literally is like a knockoff Charmed. Like Never seen the the that the, the thing about dude, I love Charmed. Charmed was amazing. Um, I didn't see that one. The yet. thing for for me, the old Charmed, not the new one. Um, the thing I didn't like about the first one or the this show was when you watch it, it it feels like a like an early two thousands Buffy the Vampire Slayer style show, and that's not popular anymore. I don't like that. I'm not a teen to where I'm like, oh, the same thing's going to happen every single episode. They're going to go and find the baddie, and they're going to fix it. And then once they start running out of ideas, they start pulling Walking Dead-esque stuff with one of them getting possessed by a different demon or whatever you're going to do. But I believe Jeffrey Dean Morgan is coming back to reprise his role on it, so that was kind of like a a big thing for people. They're like, oh, hey, we want him to come back and, and do that. You know, but he couldn't because of Walking Dead. But now I think he probably will because it's the last season. But um, I do like the way that they announced it. The the main cast members did come together. I think with the director of the show, and they were like, "Look, this is what's going on. We're going to let you know. Thank you for so much, kind of thing." Um, so it was really really cool. And I will say that they're probably the best with their fans because they go to cons and everything. And um, I saw this post in this group that I was I saw on Facebook, and it was the. It literally was a story about she met the, which I don't know what his name is, the guy with the long hair. Um, she went to the Comic-Con and she had her, I think it was uh, three months, or she had one of her, her chip for being sober. And she said, I want to thank you because your show, watching it, got me through this hard time. Because um, I can't remember, uh, the one of the guys is, um, he had a relative or somebody... Something happened where he so he's an advocate for like suicide awareness stuff like that. So he's really big on mind health and all that stuff like that. Well, she gave him the coin. Well, she came back with her next coin. I think it was a year coin. And he told her like, you know, I want you to come back and I want you to stay sober. And when he walked up and she goes, "You probably won't remember me." And he goes, "She go." He goes, "I have the coin in my nightstand." And he goes, "I keep it by my bed." And she he brought the next one. And I'm like, "That's you know." They meet so many people. Like, you hear stories about Taylor Swift 
has like a, her she has like two assistants one helps her with their work stuff one person who literally has a notebook of stuff to remember about people that way she seems more personable because how are you going to remember someone who follows your tour around everywhere you go because they have all this money to do it and they want to be your best friend but it's just not logical you know what i mean i've seen a guy on facebook don't know how he became my friend but he goes to every single stop for garth brooks on the on the east coast every single stop really yes and i'm just kind of like how do you know i was gonna say how do you afford that Hey man, some people have a disposable income, and maybe you know if you wanted to, if you wanted to really, if you were that that set, you could probably take a year and do everything you could to make extra money and make the money you make and do it. I guarantee it. It's just it's 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 it's, it's difficult, but if you were that set on doing that, you could do it. Um, obviously he's and for well, Garth Brooks, I would. <laughs> but it was just it's just. You know, I, I that's why I'll get we'll give props to them because they do love their fans and they do know like, you know, who created what and they're not those divas that are like, Oh, you know, my show's been on for fifteen seasons. I'm not gonna do those lowly comic cons kind of thing. You know what I mean? They're they're there for the fans and they go to like they're not going to just like, Oh hey, it's Austin Comic Con. No, it's like Spooky Fest in some town in Idaho, you know, it's <laughs> <In> just... Turlock. <laughs> exactly. That's the same thing with the guys from Arrow, the Ammo Brothers. They do the same thing. They they go to the, the ones together, and it, they have fun. So, um, uh, for those of you that like Supernatural, I'm sorry. I wasn't a big fan, so it uh, really doesn't affect me at all. Um, but let us know. If you do, if there's a reason why you think it shouldn't get canceled, which I don't see why, but let us know. Facebook.com says FOMOcast, Twitter FOMO underscore cast, um, and FOMO podcast on Instagram. Let me see what else I got on there. Okay, so here's some news. I wanted to talk about this because people are freaking out, getting all crazy. So, like, literally right after the Disney merger, they announced they're closing uh, Fox 2000 Studios. Um is Disney bought Fox, right? Right. I don't even know what Fox 2000 Studios is. <laughs> they said they're laying off 3,000 people. So for those of you that don't know, this exact same hysteria happened with Marvel. Because they had all these Marvel games, and they're like, oh, they're laying off everyone that works for the Marvel gaming side of this, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what happened? Um, oh, magically, all of them got rehired with the news places that Disney created with the different name. Oh, and guess what? They actually created better jobs, better pay, and more jobs because Marvel was stupid and didn't know how to manage their gaming side. You can't have one conglomerate of Mar- Marvel Gaming. No, Disney knew. You need to have the mobile gaming side. You need to have the, the console gaming side. You need to have a PC gaming side. So they, li- they literally... They they say, oh, they're laying off all these people because they want people to be anti-Disney. Oh, don't lose my job. Well, I'm pretty sure if you don't want to work there anymore, you're going to get a decent severance package because I'm sure Fox included that in the deal. Whoever you fire, you need to pay well. And then they're going to – if because when I when they I found that out, um, people don't know. If you go to Disney.com and you, or the Disney Jobs site, you look, and that's how people find out about leaked games. People don't know that because you'll look, and it'll be like – graphic designer or you know it'll have certain titles for whatever in a different thing and you'll look at the company name it's on the disney website but it'll be like marvel gaming or whatever so i already know fox is they're freaking out but i have a feeling they're gonna they're gonna finagle something different because fox i mean fox 2000 studios i mean so then what's 20th century fox 
You know what I mean? I thought it was all under the same. Exactly. That's the thing is it's it's. They, I think what they do is they try to they try to maximize their dollars, so they're always adding different things. They're always creating new well, companies. I was gonna and, say if you're gonna consume all of Fox, don't you need a lot of those employees too? Because you're taking on all that extra work. That... Well, I think a lot of times what happens is that you get these studios that I'm not saying I'm not saying that they are not um, legitimate. Sometimes they just they just create them to create them. You know what I mean? Like they'll have this studio is like, oh, you know what? We want to focus more on this genre. That's what happened with EA. All those all the EA studios that closed because they spread themselves so thin. So I'm sure when they were looking at it, I guarantee they probably told Fox ahead of time, hey, look, if we do this deal, we're going to close this studio. You need to give your people a heads up. So a lot of them probably already have jobs lined up. They're in the industry. It's nothing crazy. You know what I mean? It's And a lot of these times when something like that happens, even if they don't offer anything, you're going to have people who are like, okay, uh, I'm sure there's companies that in Hollywood and big areas like that that are like, oh, look, well, you know, what we'll do is we'll work with whoever and we'll find you a job. So they'll have another company that comes in that's kind of like, oh, you know, that's our thing is we help people that are out of work in your industry find work. I don't think they're going to have a problem finding jobs. But I just wanted to address it because it's kind of a big thing. Um, So we got two more things we're going to do. So Titus hasn't watched The Walking Dead. No. You forgot about it. I forgot about it. So when's the last time you watched it? Uh, <coughs> whenever I was here last, I think. Forgot about it or <laughs> just don't have the motivation anymore? Both, I guess. Not enough tigers for you. Not enough tigers. Yeah. Um, just not enough tigers. I, I mean, I don't know. I just don't. Like, there's a scene where they're, like, trying to get, like, a bulb from a projector or something. And it's like. These are the storylines. These are the storylines. <laughs> I guess you guys are telling me the previous episode that aired last did well. Well, for relatively so, to how poorly it's been doing, I guess the last episode was much better than what it's been recently. But still, so literally, not great. literally, they were saying like, "Oh, it was such a great episode, great episode." I mean, it's not even close to. Um, not what it was been, but it was a good episode. And I'm like, you literally just negged yourself right in the... You're, you're so negative. I'm like, that's, that's not... Why would I want to watch it if you said it was good? But It was great, but it's not as good as it's been. So you're telling me to watch a subpar show. Um, the funny part was, is when I started reading reviews, people were like, oh, you know what, it was a great episode, but I don't like... So basically, I feel like what they're doing is... I didn't know, now I've heard from Titus, that they flash forward six years after Rick's disappearance. Um, I feel like they're regretting that decision now. So they're like, or they planned it. You never know. So let's go back and start going over stuff that happened in the past. And I, I guess they're, they're leaving hints in the present day that, oh, you have to watch this episode because it goes back and explains it. So it feels like a bad way to bait people into watching the show. So is Rick in it? No, 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 no. Is that the flashbacks? No. Sometimes I wonder. No, these how... are they're flashing back to after, right to after he was gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. How much of these shows are are like how far ahead they have it planned, where they know what they're gonna do, you know, seasons on down the road, or do they say, all right, this is what we're gonna do this season, and then they say, all right, now that we're done, what are we gonna do next season? Now? I I've heard from a, a lot of different people who've worked on shows on different podcasts say that a lot of these showrunners now 
have an end game. So they say, hey, just do me the common courtesy and let me know what you're going to do because we'll start building towards a, a finale. And I've actually heard of a lot of shows like um, like everyone was – remember um, – House of Cards, how everything was freaking out because of Kevin Spacey stuff. They're like, oh, they're ending it after this season. And I'm like, you do realize if you if you look at the second season, the 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 guys the the creator of the show said it was going to end after that season, no matter what. So I have heard a couple instances of people that were like, um, I'm trying to think who it was. Um, there was someone that said you basically can end the show whenever you want. Like, you can just keep going and do what you want. Walking Dead doesn't seem like it has an end game. It no, seems like they're just they're just stumbling around in the dark trying to keep it afloat as long as they can. I think they're at that point now where they're at Mad Men level where everyone's saying they're watching it, but they're not. It seems like they have no idea where they're going. Well, I think it's because they, they got to the point where the comics ended. Oh, you know man. what I mean. The whisperers are part of the comic. They right? lost their source, right? But they, they, but the problem is, is that the whispers have been, they've been alluding to them this whole time, and everyone's like, "Well, when are they going to get here? When are they going to get here?" And then they got there, and then everyone was disappointed. So literally, you're hyping something up that end up doing nothing. And I, I mean, I've seen interviews with Kirkman, the creator of the comic and the creator of the show, and he's just kind of like, "Hey, the comic's done." And he's, <laughs> he's like, you know, like do what you want to do. Very Game of Thrones esque. Like uh, George R. R. Martin, they're like, oh, uh, you know, when are you going to finish that next book? And he, he's flat out said it when the next book comes out, you need to read it because it's not going to be the same as the, as the, the show because it's just not. But did you see that funny thing someone said? The Mueller report came out. We don't get political, but this is funny. And they said that when they, when they, when they turned, he handed it in, they look and they go, Wait, winds of winter, and all of a sudden he pulls up his mask, and it's really George R. R. Martin. He he schooled us all. Thought that was funny. That's the ultimate um, twist. I also saw a thing too where uh, there's I don't know if it's true or not that George R. R. Martin's wife said if if he kills uh, Arya or Sansa that he's gonna he's, she's gonna divorce him. Really? Yeah. So I don't know if it's I don't think it's real, but I think that'd be kind of funny to threaten someone like that. Um, like I'll tell you something afterwards that. Uh, it's pretty funny because you're on on that pa- a part of okay. uh, Game of Thrones, but uh, yeah, I mean, The Walking Dead has such a cult following. Um, I think they're hoping it's gonna be like a Firefly situation where everyone was up in arms about Firefly, but the internet presence wasn't as bad as it is now. The problem you have though is, for every person that loves it, you have two more that hate it. So that's the way it's, it's going. You know, we read the reviews that one day. It's just, yeah. it's just, it's just not doing good. So, I mean, if you still love Walking Dead, let us know why and let us know what <laughs> what you love about it. No, because it let here's us know the, why. Here's the thing, though, is that if you if love a show and you can like, we like The Office and people. Some people hate the last season. Yeah. I like it because it was a good way to end everything. It was a very finite thing. They did a good job about technically leaving it open a little bit. So if they wanted to do a reunion or a special like they do for the UK version, they could do it. Well, The Walking Dead, you know, it's a different it's a different genre completely because technically at any moment you can completely change the way the story is going, you can move to a different different aspect. And I feel like they're too afraid to, to make a drastic change like that because they're going to lose their co- their core audience. But if you succeed in that 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 risk, you could basically yeah. be, succeed beyond belief. So, you know, you don't you don't want to see a show go on forever, but you also don't want to see a show end incomplete. Like uh, I used to watch that show Vegas. 
Was it Las Vegas? The one that had uh, Josh Duhamel in it. James Conn? Yeah, and James Conn left the last season. The last season they had, it was um, Tom Selleck. And they literally ended it on a cliffhanger. And, like, I used to watch that show religiously. Like, I was like, oh, so this is how it's going to be. Oh, okay. <laughs> so now I learn, you know, you just you just can't, uh, yeah, you just can't, you can't, you can't expect too much. But you always hope, like, I think that's the new thing, too, with TV shows. They either get canceled after one episode or they're like, you know what, we'll go ahead and we'll, uh. We'll let them finish this out. Give them a certain period of time. You know, like they did with Game of Thrones. I think they honestly, um, I, I, I've heard a lot of people say they probably could have gone for two more seasons before the the finale, the finale season. But you could tell beginning of the last season was when they knew they were only going to do one more because the way that everything changed. Because you don't see shows that all of a sudden make a shift towards a finite resolution, like a big war that's not going to do well after that. It's, you can't survive it. So that's what they're that's what they're doing. So I think it's okay to know when it's time to end a show. Yeah, Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think would actually if if they were to actually have an end date, I bet you that it would, it would increase viewership. Yeah, definitely. And it would it would help Fear the Walking Dead because as of right now, I I personally feel like if Walking Dead doesn't announce an end date. Even if they say it's in three, four seasons, I'm fine with that. It lets you build towards it. You need a light at the end of the tunnel. Right. So when you don't do this that, dark, then, dark then people are like, why am I going <laughs> to... Well, people are going to be like, why am I going to watch Fear the Walking Dead? I'll just wait until it goes on, to, on demand once it ends in 10 years. You know, what's the point? So, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, our last thing. We had a lot of talk about this last <laughs> week. Um, Andy didn't know what house he was in. Um... So I made him take the test right here and here, right here. Uh, yeah, did you the did Harry you, Potter did, quiz? Did you do your um, your wand? No, I haven't done the wand. So he. So I'm, I'm gonna share. A Don't Hogwarts, well, just like you he, guys. He's a Hogwarts member, but let's say he's not happy with his Patronus. Oh, was that my animal? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, the, the, was it the hog? I'm a wild a, boar. Wild boar. I'm a pig. <laughs> I'm Pumbaa. <laughs> So he was that, and so go ahead and announce your house. I am a Griffin Bim, Gryffindor, Gryffindor, Gryffin Bim, and and Chris is mad and jealous. No, I didn't. I said you're basic. That's we're what the, the best house. That's what basic people get. No, you're not. Oh, not even close to what the house best house. Slytherin. Uh, that's a bad one, right? Yeah. No, they yeah. say it's bad. It's not bad. I've got Dobby as my little slave. No, and you don't. Yeah, I Dobby's was... a free elf. Oh, well, not anymore. <laughs> not 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 after I come into this house. You, you can't. That, can <laughs> that, is, that, that is not the way it works at all. That's not the way it works. Well, I'm at shaking all. things up at oh. Gryffindor. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I'll recite the Gryffindor creed. Oh, uh, fly high into the night. On the wings of uh, can we? <laughs> no, don't don't do that. that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, but I think I think I think the the sorting thing is kind of fun. Um, have you ever seen the videos? So, and actually, in in England, they have the studio where they film where you can go visit, and then they also have a legit like a is like a platform there, um, in the the actual rail station it's based on, that has the platform nine and three quarters where you're supposed to go to Hogwarts. Well, they have a. The studio, you can do this thing where you your house scarf, you tell them which one you're is, and they'll put it on your neck, and you looks like you're running through the wall. Or they have this funny thing where this dude is there, and they go, 
I'm late for the train, and he jumps the line, he runs, like, full speed into the wall, and then he just takes off running the opposite direction, he goes, oh no, it's closed, and he runs away. <laughs> it's freaking hilarious. People have fun with it. It's it's pretty cool. Like they, you can actually stay where they um the Great Hall is what they call it. They have a place now where you can actually rent it, like for a slumber party, or whatever or events, God, where they you film guys that. Are nerds. Hey. <laughs> hey. So right into the Facebook. Uh, if you're a member of the Gryffindor, and tell Chris how much he sucks for not being. No, you know what? You know what's gonna happen? They're gonna be like, he's not Gryffindor because he doesn't know how to even pronounce it. So we hate him. And that's actually a very Gryffindor fashion. Oh, you sound so what's such a ta- Slytherin. So what's it just takes to uh, what's it take to be a, gr- a Gryffindor? Like what's the uh, character like how's this quiz go? I mean basically you, you cool. have to be no, you actually have to be uh, a dumb jock for the most part. <laughs> I mean that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you if you actually look like um, the J.K. Rowling does do like she doesn't believe the bad you know part of it because there's bad people from all houses, but um, like if you look at like the just the characteristics of the houses, it makes more sense. It says all how you answer the questions. When you answer the questions a certain way, it's like anything like a career test stuff like that. So transparent. Let us know your house. <laughs> Let us know your house. It just finished the the Pride Days. Just finished. Twenty first was uh, Slytherin Pride Day. You missed your Pride Day. <laughs> Um, Slytherin Pride Day? Yep. They had um, a 20th, 21st, 22nd, and 23rd were all the different days. I think 23rd was Gryffindor. I think the 20th was Hufflepuff. And 22nd was Ravenclaw. Yeah, so, I'll do my wand. I forgot my password. I'll reset it. Jeez, already forgot <laughs> it. Um, so, yeah, so, go to, go to so our Gryffindor. places. Go to, go to Facebook.com slash FOMOcast. <laughs> Twitter, FOMO underscore cast. And FOMO podcast on Instagram. Go to um, our Patreon, patreon.com slash FOMOcast, and go to Podbros Network, podbros.com. Check out all the webs, all the different podcasts. Go to our Facebook. I do link to whenever the new episodes come up from the other podcasts, just so you guys can have the easier click on there. And uh, make sure to go to Public and search FOMOcast, and we got our shirt up there, so you can get our shirt. And they do do flash sales every once in a while. That's like 10% off, things like that, so it's pretty cool. Um, I'm working on my 3D printer to actually get keychains made for the FOMOcast, just to give away whatever. i got to perfect it because it's not um, – got to adjust some things on it. So um, we'll see what happens with that. But uh, for the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. Titus. I'm Andrew of House Gryffindor. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. <laughs>